hidden treasures of the 119th Psalm. So we are going on a treasure hunt, and the gold we are seeking in this treasure hunt is actually the face of God, pure light. So join us taking this deep dive mining with King David in the 119th Psalm. Well, how fun. Today we get to jump right into the very first verse of Psalms 119. But before I jump into that, I need to apologize and correct something that I have said in a couple previous, actually made two mistakes that I know of. <laughs> Might be a lot more than that. So I'm going to ask your forgiveness. And I spoke without knowledge, kind of like Job's friends, apparently. But um, the first mistake that I made that I wanted to correct was... I made reference to when David talked about in the verse that we're probably all familiar with, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. In one episode, I said that it was Debar, and it's not. It's Amira. And so, <laughs> you know, I spoke before I went and looked. I made, just made an assumption when I said that in that particular episode. So I wanted to correct that. And Amira meaning, of course, the feminine uh, gender idea of of the noun word, so that's one mistake. The other mistake's a little bit larger than that, and that was where I spoke of the Torah um, and what the psalmist was meaning by that. I did a whole episode on Torah, and I, I loved the study of what does that word really mean, and I still love the st study of what the word means, but I started out at the beginning saying, I don't know that I completely understand, but the Holy Spirit really helped me out. <laughs> had me look at the word tradition. And when Jesus spoke of it in so many different places, like based on your tradition, you know, you would do this or that. Well, when I really studied that word in the Greek, I came to the conclusion that clearly what Jesus was referring to was the Talmud itself. And so here Jesus is saying that this Talmud is not necessarily Torah. It's not necessarily the word of God. And he's actually quite often making reference to the actual first five books of the Bible being more authoritative than the Talmud. So that's one thing to take into consideration. And the second thing the Holy Spirit showed me is in the second verse on Gimel, um, the psalmist, which we believe to be King David, says, open my eyes that I might behold the wonders of thy law. Well, <laughs> If he was talking about the Talmud, at that point it had not been written down, so it would have been open my ears so I could understand all the, the things that were in the oral law as well as, so it, for him to say, open my eyes that I can behold the wonders, means that he was looking at a Torah scroll, which means that he was looking at the first five books of the Bible. So there we get a better idea of what the word Torah means. So as we jump in, since it's actually in this first verse we're going to talk about, it's really important that we know what the word Torah means. Or certainly, I think there's two things. What does God mean by Torah? But what did the psalmist mean by Torah uh, or the law? Is the, it's normally um, interpreted. So moving right in, the very first verse in the 119th Psalm after the word Aleph, blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Well, as we talked about, an Aleph is sort of like the ABCs. We're going to begin to build on a foundation 
of what all of expression is going to be, and it starts out with this whole head or the beginning, the number one that, that the Aleph represents as far as a letter. So, you know, one of the first things we got to do is we got to set a foundation that would be built on Jesus, obviously, if we're going to build a good house. And that's exactly what the psalmist does. Because when he says, blessed are the undefiled, that, that word is actually perfect. Like the first time I think you see that in scripture is where God says Noah was perfect in his generation. And then you see it many, many, many times in the book of Exodus because it's the word that they said for spotless for all the sacrifices that they were going to use. So how do you get to be perfect? <laughs> how do you get to be spotless? Well, there's only one way, and that's through Jesus, which is the, actually the next thing he says. Blessed are the perfect or the undefiled or the totally innocent that are in the way. Well, well, we've talked about the way, that word Derek is actually the narrow gate. And what, what the psalmist is saying is, you know, blessed are those who are in Jesus, simply. And they are perfect, not because of something that they did, but because of Jesus. And you can even look to Noah himself or Abraham and some of those people that you know were perfect in their generation in the way even the psalmist himself, you know, there is where the whole thing starts. So it's where the whole psalm starts. <laughs> Blessed are the undefiled in the way who then walk in the Torah. In other words, here's God's divine instruction. And as we know that the first five books of the Bible or what David is definitely referring to, the good news is for me, I can expand that to say, okay, because a lot of clarity comes in later books that Jesus certainly did a whole lot of teaching and I don't want to miss out on any of that. So to me, here I am in this generation saying, oh yeah, we have 66 books that are Torah from our standpoint as Christians. And so blessed, really, really just think happy are those who are undefiled in Jesus who walk in the Bible, you know, especially if they spend time there like you're doing today with me. So what a foundation that the psalmist is building on there. I hope you will um, pray for me like Job's friends to forgive me for speaking without knowledge and those other two things. I wanted to correct them. But also, I pray that like we would all get on this firm foundation of being in the way, um, perfect in our generation. Thanks for listening to today's episode.